I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head Out, we are turning up the heat and talking all things spicing up the bedroom. Whether you are stuck in a rut or the old routine ain't doing what it used to, we will be giving you some steamy recommendations to get you all hot and bothered. You may have also felt that your sex drive has decreased, so we have some top tips for lifting that libido. Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Anna. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You're in a bit of a sour mood this morning, aren't you? Yes, I left my lip balm at the cafe I'm, my, and it magically my lips chap up as soon as I forget <laughs> it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's how, it's how life works. It's Devo. I am. Do you have any lip balm for me? I have lip gloss. It's not going to do the same no, thing. Do the same. You don't want to have act- shiny lips. It might actually. <laughs> I mean, it's here if you want it. <laughs> no, for the sake of the video and that, I'm not going to put it on and make my lips look too shiny. Well, look, we are talking all things spicing up your sex life today. This was highly requested on our Facebook page. People want to know. Maybe maybe people's um, sex lives are taking a bit of a downward turn. And if it is, I am sorry to hear. Make sure you listen to this because I don't want your sex life to be going downhill. We want you to be having a strong, healthy sex life. Well, I have a question. When is your favourite time of the day to have sex, firstly? Uh, four o'clock. <laughs> when I get home from work, the day, school, I come in really – I come in toey. That's very specific. Four yeah. o'clock. Well, yeah. on the dot around that time. Around. <laughs> so, like, I used to like come home from like I guess school or work, and I'd be raving to go. Really, what makes four o'clock such an optimum time to have sex? Would you say? I guess because the high stress of the day or the whole day, sort of like you just want to release. You just want to release. <laughs> so yeah, when you come home, I guess that's the best bit. What about you? Well, I used to be like a nighttime sex girl. But recently, Michael and I have had a little bit of a change of pace. So he's kind of like normally used to having sex at night because we always have sex at night. But recently, I've just been loving morning sex. Yeah. Just like connecting before we go separate ways. Michael's back in the office five days a week. So like I'm just like loving morning sex. My peak time in the afternoon makes it really hard for the partner to have sex, obviously, because they're coming home from work and they're the opposite. They don't want to have sex at that time when I do. Yeah, they're exhausted. But yeah. I think that in the morning you're both laying in bed and it's actually – I remember I, I was seeing this girl um, for a bit and we um, the first time we had sex was in the morning when we woke up. And I remember I was telling, ah. my, I was telling my mates, I was like, oh, we finally, you know, had sex. We were like – and he got, my mate looked at me and he goes, well, when you woke up? And I was like <laughs> – yeah, and he was like, oh, morning breath. Yes, and yes. I was like, what? I was like, like, who notices that when you're making out and getting like hot and sweaty? Like, me, oh. me. I definitely notice morning breath. So do you go freshen up before you have sex? Yeah. So like when I wake up first thing in the morning, the first thing I need to do is wee. So I oh, go yeah. wee and then whilst I'm weeing, I brush my teeth. So I'm like killing two birds with one stone and then I like get back into bed and then Michael gets up and does his wee. 
brushes his teeth and then I'm like, bam, we're ready for morning sex. Let's do it. <laughs> See, whenever I have morning sex, I'm the opposite. I will just like roll over, take my retainer out <laughs> and you know it's ready to go. You know what? It's actually morning breath is one thing, but retainer breath is a whole different level. That like that saliva has just been like. Jen used to laugh when she heard the retainer come out. She's like, oh, we know what's going on. <laughs> The, the saliva's just been marinating in your mouth all night long. Like, that is gross. You're someone who likes to brush your teeth after a coffee mat. I'm surprised by this. I haven't brushed my teeth after my last coffee, so I'm sitting here in full angst. <laughs> you anxious? <laughs> yeah, look at me. <laughs> yeah, um, that surprises me because you're so, like, on top of – so no. maybe you're not on top of your breath. You're more on top of your teeth health, right? Is that it's, what it's, it's about? It goes about breath. But in the morning, I feel that. In the morning it's just – it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. So have you I'm ever had- rock hard from the night that was. TMI, TMI. <laughs> the night that was. So I'm like, you know what, let's not waste this good thing. I'm just th- imagining myself, like, if I'm, like, about to, like, have sex with Michael, right, and, like, let's just say we both haven't brushed our teeth, I need at least, like, 30 seconds of making out before, if it's a quickie, right? Like, and in that 30 seconds of making out- that yeah. breath is going to turn me off. But wouldn't your breath and his breath collide and it's just like, whose breath is it? To be fair, I've never noticed morning <laughs> breath when in those morning situations. I've never even taken notice of it. What a blessed life you're leading. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But what I do find about morning sex is, I don't know if you guys have this problem as well, is I struggle to get to the end and climax and ejaculate. Really? I think it's because I don't take the pee before. What's the pee before? I'll like go for a pee. Oh, yeah. So I go and it like, it, I reckon it like affects. Yeah. And I really struggle to like, it goes for a while. So it's what was meant to be a quickie and always is. Yeah. Plays out for a lot longer. Michael has mentioned that before. He's like, I don't have as much nutrients in the morning. Like I need to have my morning coffee <laughs> yeah, and my so, breakfast yeah. to give me the nutrients <laughs> to have sex. Yeah. For some reason, I just don't, it, it takes a lot longer to come when in the morning. Yeah. I think that's a real thing, though. I think that's definitely a that's real thing. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. It's not just me. No, no, I don't think sorry. that's... <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. something about the mornings. I, another thing was Jen's favourite time was in the PM, like right before we went to sleep. Yeah, that used to be mine until my recent change, but I could change back to the PM, but, so I'm totally on board with the PM. Like what, when you've unwind and watched your show and then yeah, you switched yeah. off the lights? Yeah. Oh, I hated that. I'm because like, I'm, I'm done here. I'm ready to sleep. I love, like, having sex... When I think that they think it's not going to happen. Like if Michael's like trying and I'm a bit like, nah, like I want to finish my show, blah, blah, blah. But the moment he's like, okay, night. And then I'm like, okay, we're on. One <laughs> Surprise. What you can't have. One no, yeah, I, I want what I can't have. I'm toxic in that way. Like <laughs> that is a little toxic. No, I just, I would be like so relaxed. And then like you'd get a tap on the shoulder or like a, a And what, you turn it down? I would, yes, I wouldn't be known to. Just be wow. like, no, nah, let's not, maybe hopefully mid- Way through the night, I wake up. I'm when I get relaxed, I I'm relaxed, <laughs> much <I> relaxo. <laughs> God, I'm, nothing's disturbing me. I've watched my show, my retainers in. <laughs> These are all like big first world problems. But look, if one of your first world problems is is that you need a bit of spice back into your relationship, we're going to talk about all of that next. Okay, Anna, so how many times a week would you say you have sex? I'm going to say three 
to four, yeah, probably same. three around that. Yeah, yeah. Not like I mean, at the, I think at the start of Michael and I's relationship, it was every time we see each other all the time. It was crazy honeymoon stage, honeymoon so. stage, and I think in a way, I feel like we are still in the honeymoon stage. But yeah. I think three is pretty, like, I'm satisfied. I don't need to have sex. Like, if I'm having sex every second day, I'm happy. Yeah. Sometimes you'll do it every night if it's the mood's right and the setting's there. Mm. But on average, did you know that couples average sex once a week? I can see definitely that that's a thing. And, I mean, once a week is probably a lot for some people. People live busy lives. They have kids. They have, you know, they're working away, jobs, et cetera. So, like... I can imagine that sometimes sex can be a little challenging to kids fit in. As well. Kids as well. Like yeah. you're working, kids are just tired. And like me, once you get to bed, you've unwound. You're not, you're not getting back up and trying to, you know, blow yeah. backs out. And if you're tired, <laughs> if you're time poor, then like it also, sometimes all you have time for is a quickie, right? So yes. then it's like, do we have time for foreplay? How much foreplay are we having in that once a week sex? Or are we just going straight bambalam? Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> foreplay, huh? Um, so on average though, if from 20 year olds to 30 year olds, they average sex twice a week, which I think is normal. I your, think that's pretty normal. You're in your peak sexual. I'm sure people really exceed that. Let's <laughs> not, you know what I mean? Like, and I think especially like, relationships have ebbs and flows right so at some points you could just be like you know like rabbits in other points you're just chilling it really depends on kind of where you're at something that i'm interested in is do you schedule sex ever or is it always spontaneous i love spontaneous sex there's nothing better than spontaneous sex if it's like in bed or if it's just out or wherever you are having spontaneous sex when you say we schedule it there's more like you know the text messages throw throw back and forth during the day of like you know tonight tonight's your lucky night tonight you're getting some (laughs) or tonight i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do that thing that you like and all that sort of stuff so that would that say would that be scheduling it somewhat I'm going to say. Yeah. And I think I think that's kind of normal it organizing it. Like I think sometimes Arranging you have to, a time. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of both like be on the same page. Like yes, spontaneous sex is amazing, but it's not always possible. Like I think you have to mentally like one person has to mentally be like okay, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And even that schedule, the spontaneity of that can be sometimes scheduled so that the other person feels like it's a spontaneous yeah, you know, yeah, a little yeah. love fest, but yeah. like full blown spontaneous sex is hot, right? It is when hot. both of you just have no idea, and then you're like, should we? Should we not? All these makeouts turning a bit more. It's yeah, blood's pumping. <laughs> Next, getting kissed. <laughs> spontaneous sex, I associate though, like I said before, like with not public, but more like you know places that are a bit you know. So out of the bed, out of the bedroom, yeah. So what? Maybe you're at like. I don't know, a winery. <laughs> Maybe like I would say, and like, then you're like maybe in the toilet, something like that, <laughs> or like you're in like the um, the bathroom. Maybe like someone's had jumped in the shower, and then you're like, I'll follow, follow them in, yeah, follow them in. That's yeah. uh, that's spontaneous. Or like yeah, like a uh, different places that you go to and you get down and dirty with them. Where's the wildest place that you've had sex? Would you say <laughs> wildest? All right. Um, oh jeez. 
Obviously, when I was younger, parks, they're not really that wild. Parks. I was going to say parks. Yeah, I would have said that's that wild. That, and when you're younger, that's sort but of it's like- it's like in the middle of the night type yeah, of thing. Means like children to an aren't end. around. Yeah, it means to an end. It sounds so dirty now. Like ugh. Cars. I've done it. Everyone's yeah, done it cars. in cars. I'm just trying to think. Obviously, parties in like bathrooms, like while it's happening. Okay. I've done it in a nightclub bathroom. <gasps> have you? Yeah. That's naughty. It's very naughty. Cameras will be everywhere on that. God, I gave him a show. <laughs> For the wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Done it gym toilets. Gym it's probably t- the gym toilets. What do you mean? Like you met someone at the gym? Well, I was you know, I was seeing her like sleeping at the time. Right, and right. Then and then you guys like, were like. downstairs. Got you. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. I mean, is this stuff illegal? Probably. <laughs> But I think everyone's had sex somewhere that maybe they shouldn't. Like I've – what about the ocean? Ocean's one. Not very comfortable because it's like salty water. But Have you done that? Yeah. I've never done ocean or pool. I feel like I may have done I've done a spa. Spa? Yeah, I think I have. <laughs> it's illustrious This is going career. back a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, like, this, this is, is like, like – you Sauna. Know. I've done sauna. Um, before. A sauna? Yeah, very hot in there. Got very sweaty. What if someone was going to walk in? We had was it, it standing so you, up? Um, no, it was sort of she was on my lap and you could see down the footpath. So there was one footpath up and it was, you know, the tinted windows. Oh, my God, I'm having visuals. It's too much to handle. Yeah, so you could definitely know someone was walking up. Mm, interesting. There's no cameras in a sauna because it would get... Well, look, we're, we're talking about like all of these wild sexual experiences. <laughs> but what about when... You know, you're just not in the mood to have sex. Then what? So what if one person's in the mood but the other person isn't? Yeah. I If I was in the mood in my relationships and with all my exes and that, I would sort of have a, a not an agreement but we'd sort of go, okay, well, like they will assist me in getting to the end. Do you know mm. what I mean? So they would um, – I'm a boobs man. So they would get their boobs out <laughs> and I would finish. On them, on me. Ew, I'm getting it's too much. Like it's it's giving me the ick. Well, like, what would you do then if that was that situation? Like if I'm not in the mood, I'm just not in the mood. It's not happening. But Michael's real rezzed up, ready to go. You just say go. No, like yeah, of course, yeah. We might do him a favour. But like, yes, it's Or go to the bathroom. You it's, can just, it's just giving me the ick hearing you say it. Like and I'm sure people listening are probably like it. Well, it's a good example but for yes, them. That is that, that is what can happen. Exactly. If, if, they, if I mood. recommend doing that because you can then, you know But like if you're really not in the mood, then you can just be like too bad. Too bad. It ain't happening right now. But he's he's raz to go or she's raz to go. They could just, you know, help each other out. That's true. That's oh. true. Does it happen often though that you Michael will try and you're not in the mood or vice versa? Um I mean, yeah, sometimes our schedules of like horniness don't align. Like for instance, I now have the flow app. So I'm constantly getting notifications. So sometimes I'll get a notification and it'll be like your sex drive is going to be high today or sometimes it'll give me a notification and it's like your libido is going to be low and then I'm like interesting like how am I actually feeling and kind of just like feeling through it's funny though because women's cycles like it can have nothing to do with the guy and everything to do with our hormones because our hormones are just so up and down and there's so many 
hormonal changes constantly going on throughout our cycle. Do you think that that app almost dictates to you how you feel or no, it's just there as sort of a guidance? Like, do you see it and you go, oh yeah, I'm not in the mood today? Or do you go... Sometimes it will say to me, you might get a headache today and I already have a headache. And I'm like, how do you know? How do you know? And then other times it'll say, you know, you're not going to be... Your sex drive is going to be low today and it might be high. So like... Obviously, it's just kind of like just the way this could this could be how you're feeling, and you can you know take it with a pinch of salt or take it as you will. But yeah, it's definitely interesting to kind of like get those types of notifications because this is all new to me. Like I'm only just learning my cycle, yeah, um, and really feeling out my body. I've basically my whole life I've not been able to really listen to my body, and I remember people used to say that, and I was like, that's so bizarre. Like, how? What do you mean? Like, you get to know your body, but you really like. You really, really do. It's dictated by the hormones now. But you and Michael have been together for two years. Yes. You're um, obviously living. We've been having sex for two years now, yeah. And living together, having sex together for two years. How do you keep sex exciting? I think just doing new things. Sometimes like not putting too much pressure. Like sometimes we'll have sex. This happens rarely, but we've been like, oh, that that was a bit shit. (laughs) And like, you know. I Sex is like pizza, even if it's shit, it's still good. It's still good, exactly. Yeah, I think just keeping things like exciting, right? Um, I think for his birthday last year, I bought like a little outfit and we bought. I bought this game, it's called Monogamy. I think it's from like Sexyland or something and this game is for couples and it's so good. Like you have to get it. I think you would love it. What Basically, do you, do you do? What do you do? it's like a board game yeah. but like a sex board game. And, like, it's for everyone. So, like, the first round is, like... So you play with a group of friends? No, no, no. You just play with your partner. <laughs> you come around with me. <laughs> people do that. It's yeah, I mean... something hot now, actually. For monogamy, you know, you can probably guess it's just for the two of you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the first round, I think it starts with, like, more, like, emotional stuff. So, like, opening up about your feelings or telling your partner why you love them because that kind of, like, feeds, like, sometimes what maybe you need from your partner sometimes intimacy isn't just about sex it's about like emotional intimacy and really expressing yourself so the first round is like emotional intimacy and then it kind of gets like a bit naughty and then it gets really naughty and then it's like full-blown like fetishes so like you tell your partner your fetishes or like you do you do them i think the card you just like pick up a card and it tells you what to do and you can do it if you want or not but it's like things that you would like never do before like exciting yeah it's very exciting and it really kind of like spices up closest thing I've had to that was those glow in the dark dice and you'd roll one and it was a position and the other one <laughs> and was you what get into it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, what are we doing now? Oh. Yeah. So Michael and I, I think we're going to go away on a little weekend again in a couple of weeks time. And we were like, we haven't brought out monogamy in a while. Should we bring the board game with us on our little weekend getaway? That's fun. Um, yeah. So fun. There was like, there was some crazy things in there. Like this might get cut, but we'll see. So one of the cards basically told me to get some hot tea in my mouth and then put my without swallowing the tea put my mouth on Michael so you suck him off with tea in your mouth 
<laughs> I don't get... But the, it's like, it feels really nice. It's like a new sensation. There used to... I remember that I got told by mates that ice cream was good for that. Really? And I was or like, an ice cold, cube. But cold? Well, I think like the warm and the cold, it gives a different type of sensation that's much more intense. And then there's like the grapefruit one. What's the use, grapefruit one? Or you use a grapefruit as well as sucking off like that's like what your hand does to the grapefruit. Wow. Yeah, there's all these different things that like can, you can guys can use to spice up the bedroom. Well, that's the thing. And I think doing something like a board game, it kind of takes it out of your hands and it's yeah. kind of just like you guys are there together. You can do as much as you want, as little as you want. Me and Michael, we had a bottle of wine doing it. So like as Touch as we were getting drunker, we mm, kind of like more wild. we're getting to the more wild section of the board game because it starts quite tame. So you're kind of like we started it and we were like, oh, like it's like tell Michael how you feel about him. And I was like, love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like open up about this and what do you what, wish he could do better? And it is very like beneficial to the relationship, but then you start doing wild shit and you're like completely forget about all of that. So yeah, I think there's something in it for everyone. It's called monogamy. Check it out if you want or, or not. But I mean, for us, that's like the perfect thing to really spice up our sex life. And it definitely did. I have to get it. Um, but for other people that could be too far and it could be way, way too much out of their comfort zone. And there's so many things that you can do to spice up your sex life. So we're going to talk about those things next. And for someone listening, how would they know that they have to spice up their sex life? Like they might think that they're, they're doing well, but then their partner's like, Hmm. It's just plateaued a little bit. What signs is there? Obviously communication is key, but if there's no like communication of like, you know, maybe your partner mentioning, hey, we should try this or try that, that could be a sign. Maybe just if you observe things, maybe your sex life is getting into a bit of a routine. So it's kind of like the same old thing and it's kind of like feels a bit monotonous and it's just not really that exciting. So you're not getting super turned on, right? Yes, you may have noticed that you're having sex less than often or not having sex at all. So you might be in a rut. I think that's pretty clear if that's happening. Yeah. I think another telltale sign is that you guys might start to watch porn or start to pleasure yourself without one another. Um, maybe you might catch him. Things like that could be signs that maybe your partner isn't satisfied with the relationship, but also I think that's also part of a healthy relationship. I think as an overall picture, we're saying. I think if um, you, if you're self-pleasuring yourself, I think there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's not you're choosing to self-pleasure instead of instead sex. of sex with your yeah. partner. I so agree. I feel there's nothing wrong with that. But if I you agree. are going, oh, okay, I'm gonna you know get myself off, then you know have sex with my partner. I think that's when you should be like, okay. There's a problem here. But then sometimes you're like, I can't be bothered having sex. That could be like, that's the flavor of the day. Yeah, that could be. Well, then I guess communicate. But if it's happening at a continuous yeah, yeah, length of, course. of time. Yeah. I and mean, to be, I know it takes two to tango with sex, but sometimes one can do the work. <laughs> two can show up and one, it depends which one, but one of them can do the work. Yeah. I think as well, another telltale sign is if your partner's eyes start to drift, start to look at other people, I think that could be, you know, well, firstly, Fuck, if that's my, a red flag. that's a huge red flag, yeah. but also like it could be a sign that maybe they're not feeling it as much and maybe there needs to be a bit more of a spice up. I mean, if Michael's was staring at other women, I would just be like, I know you'd lose your shit. I would lose my shit. So I mean, you know, okay, feel free has, to do that. He has blinkers on. <laughs> 
He's a racehorse. You can leave the house of blinkers on. Your partner mentions they want to try something new or suggests bringing toys into the bedroom. Yeah. Have you ever role played? Yes, I have. Have you? Yes. Um, I'm a it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. I won dress-ups. Have you done dress-ups? Yep. Monogamy is, you know, monogamy, I hate to keep going back to it, but monogamy has kind of like. You're not even paid to get this. <laughs> I should <laughs> be getting that. <laughs> You're just promoting No, this. but like that's, it's like dress up as this and it gives you the whole storyline and it tells you like. You have the outfits already? No, but like I just. Makeshift them? Yeah. I um I obviously have a huge crush on Nikki Bella, one of the Bella twins. You do. Do you want to explain who that is to anyone who doesn't know? She was at one point the longest reigning Divas champion in the WWE. She was engaged to John Cena. Yeah. She um she's just my flavor. Yeah. You know, just my flavor. And um I've had exes dress up as her before. Oh, actually, I do know I've that. I've had multiple exes do that. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah. Well, so one did. Well, that. one one did it, and then one. Found out that another one did it, so she, you know she what wanted to do she it wanted to do it better. That's so toxic. Oh yeah, just the usual. So I love. But that. you weren't complaining, obviously. I love that they um they look they put in the effort to do that. Like it's yeah. it's great, you know. Like that's something that I love to role play. Other role plays, there's the usual. What like dress up as like a nurse. Yeah. The maid, that all that stuff. Yeah, the maid. That's all. That's all the usual stuff. Do you bring toys into the bedroom? Yep. What toys? <laughs> just. Any toys? I was sent like a huge gift pack of toys as like a influencer kind of like gift. And I had already told them, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to promote that just because I didn't feel comfortable. It didn't feel like very on brand for me, but obviously I still use them. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work, yeah. And I, and you know, we have a lot at home. I, to be honest, I feel like. Well, perfect time to talk about my Wooshka drawer. Oh yeah, the Wooshka drawer. <laughs> Fuck, I had. The, the amount of bullshit I've heard out of Matt's mouth about this Wooshka drawer is a wild scene. So it's called the Wooshka drawer. It's under my bed. Look at you smiling. <laughs> you just fucking love telling this story. We've probably told the podcast about the Wooshka drawer. They probably know. Probably. I can't remember. But if for those new listeners or people that have forgotten, the Wooshka drawer <laughs> is a tub under my bed and it was called the Wooshka drawer because I would Wooshka it out. I just like the fact that you're just... <laughs> <laughs> you well, it got its own like story to it. And I'm thinking about like when I was living with my roomies and the Wooshka drawer was like Dale under the bed passing me stuff. Like it's just it's, Guys, I've never seen that hold on. I've never seen that happier than in this moment. He's literally smiling from ear to ear. Because it just grew its own story in, in its own self. Like it became its own entity, the Wooshka drawer. So the Wooshka drawer is all of your sex toys, rope. <laughs> Yes. Fucking whips, all of the shit with nine tails, yeah, everything, Matt, the dildos, the vibrators, they're all just stuck under there. I've um <laughs> I was at a house party at Matt's house once and he decided to do like a show and tell. Like he was like the proudest parent of all time, showing were all you, of his stuff. And I was just like, Matt, put it away. Were you there when we dressed Nick up? No. <laughs> I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. It's, yeah, so the Wooshka draw, that's being brought out a couple of times. I I tried hot candle wax. Oh, how was that? Well, we were lucky that we had Nikki in the house who works on the Burns Ward at the Alfred in case anything went wrong. But luckily nothing went wrong. It, to be fair, it didn't really hurt that much, the wax. Yeah, okay. I thought it could be a lot hotter. Really? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't tried hot wax. I think that's like – I would be open to it. But, I mean, I don't really feel like burning myself. It's not like on the top of my priority list. <laughs> Have you seen the the restraints that you put under your mattress and you tie all fours onto it so you lay flat on your back 
And if you pull one, it tightens up the other ones. No, I've never seen them. Do you have those? Yeah, you can borrow it if you want. A ton. <laughs> I don't want anything out of that Wooshka drawer. You need to sanitize that shit for a week. For a week. True. Well, look, let's talk about adding a bit of spice to the bedroom. The first thing is switch up the positions, right? Like, look, we're all guilty of it. It's getting cold in Melbourne. We've been doing a lot of missionary recently, but you know what? Switch up positions is always going to make things more exciting. A bit of standing up sex, a bit of sex in the kitchen, in the living room, even just kind of like moving rooms. It's hot, right? It just gives a new layer to sex and new things that you like you haven't seen before. And maybe on the couch, couch sex. Have you, um, do you close your blinds? Sometimes, like, if you're in the moment, you, you do forget. And I do live in an apartment, so, that like... backs onto another apartment. I know people that can see your apartment from... What do you mean you know people who can see? I can't, I can't tell her name. I'll tell you off air, but she, I bumped into her at a coffee shop and she says she can see... I've told you this, didn't I? No. She knows your apartment window. The, the, the stylist girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, she can't, see, she can't see into my apartment, though. She didn't say that she'd heal it or not, but she can... Oh, don't. You're giving me an anxiety attack now. I, I don't know why you would give me this type of anxiety on a fucking Monday morning. It's too much. It's too much to handle. I mean, if they can see and give him a show, that's what I always said when I was living in an apartment with my ex. Do you know what? When Michael and I first started dating in the apartment across from us, so when it gets dark, you can actually see into everyone's apartments across the apartment from us and we actually saw this girl she was in like sexy lingerie and the guy was like lying on the bed his arms were back and she like walked over to him mounted him it was like a full sex show and then did you watch the whole thing well just just wait for it i was like oh my god this is crazy this is crazy and they were fully getting into it like fully she was like you know going up and down, yep, yep. fill in the blanks in your me- in your mind. Yep, yep. And then all of a sudden they turned to look in our direction and then pulled down the blinds. And I was like, oh, my God. They, so they can see in. Well, we were on the balcony. Oh. So <laughs> we weren't, like, hidden. I wasn't, like, I didn't have my binoculars out and was hiding. I was, like, literally, I mean, I was sitting on my own, own balcony. I didn't expect to see what I saw. And let me tell you, it was wild. Well, you know what? Good on them for spicing up the relationship. But that's also exactly that's a fetish that people have public sex because the they love the, the thrill of people watching. And like it was pretty obvious that we were watching. They weren't like really trying to hide it. It was literally like I was watching live porn. Don't and it you was have wild. A naked man as well. You were telling me. Yeah, there's this. <laughs> there's that's a like, guy. That's from friends, the naked man. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy also across the building, and he's just constantly naked. He's bald. He's like fully ripped, and he's just like walking around. And I'm like, it's the naked guy. <laughs> and Michael's like, don't look, but he's looking <laughs> secretly. We sound like perverted, but it, I promise you, like, I feel like. People look, they look at our building, we look at their building. Like you can see in, if you're on the balcony, it's not like I'm not going to put a blindfold on (laughs) because everyone's getting up to some wild shit, especially in lockdown. Like people were having sex a lot more from what I could see (laughs) during lockdown. (laughs) Another point would be bring out the toys. And one thing that I think would be really hot and spice up a relationship would actually go with your partner to the sex shop. Yeah, yeah, hot. Yeah, and be like, hey, what's this? Do you want this? Buy stuff together. Yeah, buy stuff together. Well, it's kind of like an outing, right? It's like a little adventure and you can kind of look around, see like what's out there. What you can use on each other. What about going to Sexyland together? Oh, no, no, sorry, not Sexyland. Um, Sexpo. You know this Sexpo? It comes to like, it's like an expo for like sex toys and strippers and it's like 
crazy there. Yeah, that would be a good. That would really definitely spice it up. You could probably learn some stuff from there as well with your uh, with your partner. Yeah, I went there with my ex actually to Sexpo, and there was this older couple who were kind of like giving us the eyes, and then like I could tell that they were like, we were like in this like it was like a sit down forum of like I don't know it was like they were like explaining swinging or something and we just happened no to sit yeah i know but i didn't i didn't know what it was about i we just sat down to like listen into what they were saying and these this older couple they must have been in their like 50s late 50s were like giving us the eyes and we were like oh hell no well that would bring me to my next point go to swingers parties if you're comfortable with doing that with your partner i know you and i aren't aren't comfortable with that and i respect the people that are but yeah go to a swingers but party the thing is is look I've been in a relationship for two years. Who knows in 20 years what could happen? I, I don't think I'll be comfortable with it, but like never say never, right? It's, it's so much more common than you think. Like, Do you reckon? Cuckolding. What's cuckolding? It's when you sleep with someone's partner while the partner watches. Really? Very common. Cuckolding. Um, yeah. You know all these weird, wild <laughs> terms? You yeah. sicko. <laughs> yeah, I've to, oh, Has yeah. anyone ever asked you to cuckold? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, cuckold. yeah. Someone has. I haven't done it. You didn't do it. Did didn't you think it. about it? Yeah, of course. I know that. My <laughs> Look at your voice go up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course. My I know a mate that was at the bar and he was talking to this girl, this older lady. Thought nothing of it. Was ordering drinks. She was older, and he could see her husband like had his back to them and was talking to someone else. And she was like, "I, I want you to take me in the bathroom now and fuck me." And he was like, Whoa. He was like, "Oh, like got a bit like oh." If, oh if it was going to happen to anyone, it was going to be this bloke and he would do it. But he was sort of like, oh, but your husband. She was like, no, no, he knows. And the husband <gasps> like turned around and was like, go fuck my wife. So Are went, you kidding? So they went to the bathroom and did it. <gasps> that is wild. I did not think things like that's that happened. That's spicing up your relationship. Like that's if that's what you're into, I mean, try it out. Wouldn't the husband just be so jealous? Maybe they totally lost the spark and he was like, if this, if anything's going to bring back the spark, it's this because I'm going to be jealous. Well, yeah, and some guys, maybe some people think that like their partner sleeping with someone else actually gets them turned on. Wow. I know, I know. I don't know if that – I think I would just like hate the partner. I don't know what – I don't know what like type of like wavelength these people are on, but I just don't get it. Well, I watched I watched an episode of Criminal Minds the other day, so I don't know if this is true. <laughs> <is> so <laughs> I don't know if this is true. But the agent Rossi said that people's fears come out in their sexual desires. Interesting. I don't know if there's any truth in that. It's criminal minds, but they tend to be sort of on truth. If let us know if that's true or not. Mm. So maybe like the fear of them sleeping with someone else gets them toey. Fuck. <laughs> so wild. <laughs> I'm so intrigued now. Yeah. I'm so intrigued. Well, we could get a swingers on here and ask them a bit about the industry, not industry, but about their lifestyle. Oh, we should. Yeah. Maybe if you're a swinger, if you've done some swinging listening in, send us a message on our hotmail. That would yeah. be a fun um, hotmail to hear. You're swinging. What about just like, let's take it back a notch, right? Because some people who are in a relationship might be like, Adam and Matt have gone off on a full-blown wild tangent and this is not going to help my sex life. Like, <laughs> you just want to keep it between the two of you. How do I spice things up? What about just lighting a candle, putting some sensual music on, maybe like popping a bottle of champagne, having a bath, those little things that just get you in the mood. Yeah, that, that could definitely help a lot of relationships that don't want to go that full path that we've been talking about and they want to just take one step towards the right direction. How about watching porn together? Yep, definitely. Definitely. I think it can – I mean, just having sex, I think the more that um, 
every time Michael and I have sex, I feel very like bonded and close to him. And I think that's the same with like any person or people in relationships, right? Like when the, the more you have sex, yeah, the more you have sex, the more bonded you feel. When you haven't had sex for a while, you can feel very like far apart from your partner and then you're like, what's wrong? How do I fix this? Maybe communication, right? Keeping the lines of communication open, expressing your feelings to your partner. Maybe they'll feel the same way. So then you'll feel less alone. I know one as well um, on that is maybe having some central massages. So getting some oil. Yeah, I love that. And setting some things. Jen and I did that and we were two oily bodies and it was it made for the sex to be hot afterwards. And sometimes even just like if maybe you aren't like feeling that sexually attracted to your partner at the time, right? What about just giving your partner a massage, an oil massage with no expectations of sex, just being like, I'm just going to give you a massage. And like, look, most of the time it's probably going to lead to sex. But even just like, I think as a girl, if like my partner was like, I want to give you a massage and there's like, it doesn't have no to strings turn. Attached. Yeah, no strings attached. <laughs> like I'm just gonna put some. Oh, nice you naive! No, <laughs> yeah. like seriously. Like if if my partner came to me and was like, "I'm gonna give you a massage." Like it doesn't have to end in sex, but I just want you to get naked and like I'll put some nice music and candles on, and like I want you to really truly relax. Like that's hot. That's what we did. It's really hot, and and even if it doesn't end in sex, like it could end in something else. So like you know. I think just like the no expectations thing is really important because you don't want to put pressure on someone who isn't super like, you know, sexually like horny at that time. At that time, yeah. Another point is as well trying two different things is before you get into sex, making the foreplay go on a bit longer. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, I know this sounds like what you do when you were younger, but like the clothes on, sort of like, you know, work into it. Totally. Then something that I've tried a lot with Jen is not penetrating. So doing the making out and the body on body, but not penetrating and see how long it can last for. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Like you you have to like try as long as you can to not actually – very hard, deed. very hard, but but it really turns you on. Yeah, it definitely that. gets you straight. Yeah, gets you going. Another thing you could do is you could like during the day have some sexy chats, like we we're saying before. Yeah. So like, be like, you know, send maybe send some raunchy photos if you feel comfortable enough with your partner. Yeah. Um, send them what you're going to do to him that night. A little bit of dirty <laughs> talk. Obviously, make sure no one's looking over your shoulder at work because <laughs> yeah. could make for a HR incident. <laughs> What about introducing a mirror into the bedroom? Fucking love that. Really? That's actually not something I've ever done. It's on the list. I dated a girl when I was young, younger, and she would just always want it in front of the mirror. Really? Yeah. Just so you can see different angles and it can like just arouse you so much more than you thought was possible in that moment. Like if you were just having sex like – 2D like them in front of you, but then just to get different That's angles. That's a good angle when it's doggy in front of the mirror. I remember I dated this girl and um, I remember telling her about uh, this wrestler, Shawn Michaels, mm. who would this girl said that he liked when they were dating, he would make her, well not make her, but ask her to put red lipstick on in the mirror while he took her from behind. Wow. And I mentioned that to her and she's like, let's do that. Really? And so you've done it. that? Yeah. Was it good? It was hot. Okay, there you go, guys. <laughs> that was hot. Do yeah. that one. <laughs> that was hot. But it got messy after the, the lipstick because there was obviously lipstick and then we went to other things afterwards and there was lipstick everywhere. So just learn from my... <laughs> 
Just be prepared for a bit of mess. Be prepared for a bit of mess. What about like, I know we've talked about it before, like having sex in hotel rooms is like a different level of like sexiness. Like it kind of, it kind of turns things up a notch, right? Hotel sex is different gravy. Yeah. It's different. So maybe, maybe if you're having like, you know, a bit of a downtime in your relationship, you're not as attracted to your partner, you're not as emotionally connected, maybe just... Get a hotel room for the weekend. Take a trip away. Even like sometimes just like driving like outside of where you live like a couple of hours. So it's just a different scenery, different air to breathe in. And just even like that different air, you just you get a new lease on life. <laughs> Try new stuff while you're there because trust me, those four walls have probably seen more disturbing things than the stuff you're about to try. Yeah. I love hotel sex. You don't need to clean the sheets afterwards. You don't need to, you know, you can just... The poor mates. <laughs> the poor mates. They're doing God's work. They <laughs> okay let's talk about if you've done all of those things right and they're just not working your partner and you're on a bit of a low you're in a rough spot where do you go from there matt um i reckon the best thing from that point is you've tried everything therapy yeah talk to a sex therapist sex therapist maybe you could go get some lessons in tantric sex. Something I've always wanted to do actually, which I've spoken to you about before is see a tantric sex therapist. Basically you go into the studio, you and your partner, and they kind of take you through the theory of tantric sex, like the looking in the eyes and focusing in on the moment, something that you've been struggling with actually. And then you go home and do the practical work and kind of like explore what you've been taught. I so think that would be so fun. That would be very fun. I, I'm, I'm down for that. I've um, I found a Kama Sutra book before in my the top drawer, so probably could use some of those positions as well. There's also proper therapy. So talking about your feelings, talking about your emotions, talking about why you're in a low. I've heard a lot of people who are in long-term relationships say that, relationships although you know we are kind of used to a relationship being in a honeymoon phase right Mm -hmm. and then it continues 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 and then maybe it kind of falls off and you might break up whereas I think when you're in more long-term relationships they go through peaks and troughs so it's up and down you have to ride the wave of the roller coaster and just like keep pushing through keep dating your partner keep doing all those things to kind of relight that flame I know a lot of people that go to couples therapy and they don't even, they're not even in ruts or anything like that. They yeah, just yeah. They swear by going oh, there to help the communication and to, you know, bring more insight to each other and that. Me and my ex did couples therapy. But you were going through stuff. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. been in couples therapy. Yeah, I know people that go to it and they, they're not trying to even work through anything. They're just literally doing it for, like, because they find it beneficial. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I think for me, I had a bit of a sour taste about therapy um, because it was, like, his therapist. So, like, we should have got someone who was neutral. Well, that's what I did. I asked my therapist to bring in my like my partner to it and she said no I suggest going to it's a, a conflict of interest yeah she said yeah, I suggest yeah. going to a whereas we one. didn't do that we went yeah. to his therapist which is a conflict of interest I think if there's like an array of communication issues it's very hard to fix them when you're just two different people I think if you start good and then things get bad then you can like go to therapy to get back on track or just to even practice like how to communicate with each other better. I think it's so important. I'm treating my therapy that I'm going to now as not even just about like my situation I'm in at the moment, but every situation I'm going in forward. Yeah. 
just to be better as just a person, be better. better communicating, better understanding other people, better understanding myself so then I can be better for other people. I really want to go back to therapy. I kind of had a break from it after I had a bit of a bad experience with the situation I was just talking about. I've, yeah, I've done, it for, I've done it for years. I think it could be beneficial for me, definitely. Definitely. Just like, personally. Yeah. Just like I said, if you just want to go and like, that's what I'm going to just work on like bettering myself yep. for other situations. Okay. What about if you, you know, you're building the spark back and your partner can't, get a hard on um how do you get over that as a couple Matt? by magra what's that <laughs> it's this, viagra it's like a version of viagra but it's not as bad and it's like a sachet and you put it in your mouth and uh it gets you going gets you going really you so up. you've used that often not as often as i know mates that are very reliant on it really wow yeah, they have like in their bathroom like a box of it and they just whenever they bring a girl home wow that's interesting i've used it i've been given them by them sachets of it and used it in different situations so if you can't get hard for a girl does that have anything to do with your attraction to them no it could be multiple things it could be like a big night on the pierce that's normally when i would just would have taken it um could be other things i wouldn't take it as offense to the girl like i said it's there's a lot more factors that go into it what else could it be um it could be you're just not feeling it at that time it could be that like could it be that you're in your own head yeah like anxious depressed very anxious yeah and you're just not feeling the the vibe of the night that night yeah if i'm a girl what i said when we spoke about this on that episode is if i'm if i was a girl i would never take offense to it It, i would not take it personally yeah there's so many factors even if the guy doesn't explain those factors yeah there's so many factors that would go into it absolutely yeah yeah i would never take it personally and 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 a girl as well about the other end of things if it comes too quickly yeah I would never take that personally or anything. There's just heaps of factors that go into that. Yeah. Remember the old spill? This never normally happens. You're just so hot. Aww. <laughs> every girl has heard I've that. I'm intimidated. Yeah, every girl has heard that. Oh, I, I, someone told me they were intimidated and I believed them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anna, but <laughs> that's the old... Every guy has that spill ready to go. Aren't girls by now just rolling their eyes at it? No, I'm like, fuck I do what I can. (laughs) Okay, Matt. Well, that's all we have time for. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure you give us a rating. We are giving away merch. So just send us a DM once you've done that. Also, we would love to hear from you on our hotline show. If you have any crazy stories, please send them in. We would love to react to them. They can be good. They can be bad. They can be crazy. Um, If you've tried out any of our things, tips that we've just given you, love to hear them as well. Absolutely. And make sure you join our Facebook community. It's growing every day. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.